I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hello, we are back. We are back. <laughs> it's been a hot, hot minute. Um, we have returned from the great beyond of wedding season 2022. And I'm here with Kelly and Shannon and our newest team member. You want to introduce him, Mama? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> you could probably hear him in the background because uh, I'm a working mom now. But uh, yeah, this is uh, little Maxim. And he's two and a half months old, and he is a hungry little hippo right now. So you'll hear him. You'll hear him complaining that he's not getting fed fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> he is a true say events team member when he's oh, looking for the food. on the go. Yeah, yeah. I love it. There's a buffet. There's a buffet. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to feed him. Uh, fall asleep as we're chatting <laughs> i love it i love it he's probably used to all of our voices usually we're a little bit more yelly i would say from events but overall calm calm yellies but calm yes however uh so we wanted to jump on this podcast because we wanted to come back from our cave of the event season that i would say like almost killed my passion for this season <laughs> I was that close to cutting ties, but you know, I've had a break. I went to Disneyland. I saw Mickey. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> I got to say last year was last year was tough, and I think we knew it was going to be tough going in. Like we mm-hmm. knew it was going to be like every vendor that we know agrees that 2022 yeah. was was hard, for sure. Um well, it was a recovery year from like 2 years of not having any work. So it was just like two years thrown into one, actually three years thrown three years. into one and not having worked for two years. Um, everyone trying to find their rhythm again. Yep. So yeah. I was trying and to find her group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, was, yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot going on for everybody. And I think a lot of people were, we were burnt out by like May, <laughs> beginning of the season. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. yeah. no, August, I felt it pretty hard. October yeah. and then December I thought it was refreshed I was I was wrong on that part but uh we got, we got through it it was uh it was the 2 30 a.m table stacking that mm-hmm. I looked at Shannon and I was like fuck this shit this shit tables and um Obviously, we have a ton of tea and gossip from the year, but that's not this podcast. We don't do that. We do that on the side with our vendor friends or if you ask us nicely, but we don't <laughs> broadcast it. Okay. <laughs> However, we so are I'm here. Try to... Note to self. <laughs> yes. However, we are 
open. And I think Kelly and I have a saying that we say all the time is that, oh, for next time. And we said that in catering all the time. So we're saying it again. So for 2022, the lessons we've learned for next time. But this particular podcast is mm-hmm. not only a year in review because the reasons why we're hiding, uh, because we just didn't have the time to have a nice chat with you guys, but it's also to help you plan for your wedding of 2023 and how this year is just a little bit different because of the big push we had last year and how to navigate that. And we're going to share some of our funny stories along the way. So we did learn, I think, in my opinion, I feel that people's gaskets were just shorter in general. The people waiting for three years to have a wedding, it was like the pressure of, you know, volcanic rock just poof. So that was a lot more than usual that I found is that mm-hmm. the pressure to have a perfect event was just on. So um, here is a list. I agree. Yeah, right. I think that's what the major theme was. And when we started to learn that, we started, we had to handhold more is what we were doing, like with everybody. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think if anything, it was more like kind of tap kind of adding to that. There was a lot more emotions that were going on. Like you're saying that people, people's just attitude in general was just, um, there was just, you know, short, like really short, like, um, um, spans like people were just getting angrier faster I found that people were more emotional I found mm-hmm. that people were like there was just I felt there's so much more riding on these weddings like this is it this is go time like if it doesn't happen it's not happening I was like okay guys yeah. well, you know, there's still life after the wedding <laughs> you got a marriage so um <laughs> yeah. but I felt you know I yeah I just felt there was a lot of like it was like ride or die you know what I mean <laughs> Like From it was not just the, the couples, but their family members and friends. Yeah, yeah. There was just it was the emotions were running high. <laughs> yeah, were yeah. It was a lot. Also, oh, sorry. We should you know we haven't done this in a while, so we're just gonna help ourselves out here. Shannon has joined us now because she's basically the third permanent member of the Say Events team. She is Kelly's Yay! sister, but basically she's like in it. A uh, funny example is that Kelly had no idea that Shannon and I were working together yesterday or yeah, yesterday all day. And she were just like, I think you were a little offended. I, saw <laughs> I, was, offended. I was just like, what the fuck? Kelly's at home with baby and she's sending me baby photos. I'm like, oh, look, Trina. <laughs> Okay, so but here's the thing though is that I'm 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 still technically on mat leave, and oh, sure. I yeah. as as mat leave as a self employed person can have, and it's exactly. been amazing, and I'm so grateful that you've given me this time to to be able to spend with Max and and you know, just, just be a new mom and figure this shit whole shit out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm definitely craving people. I'm craving creativity. Mm-hmm. I'm craving all of the things. <laughs> And so when I was texting you individually and you sent me that group shot, I was like, motherfucker. Together, <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. But I said to Sean, I'm like, you didn't tell her? And she was like, no. I'm like, oh, I didn't tell her. <laughs> so, like, Oopsie. Well, you know, and in all fairness, we threw the, the work day together very quickly. And, yeah, you know, I fun. don't know when Kelly is sleeping trying to get a few like cat naps in you know between feeding and feeding yeah and I mean to be fair obviously like the business has to continue (laughs) shit needs to get done like you know the show must go on okay alas so Shannon has now become a pretty permanent member of the team 
And I think Kelly can't take too much offense because it is her bloodline sister. So I think, you know. <laughs> I'm literally doing this for you, Kelly, to support Trina so that your business continues on in your place. And I'm holding your spot. Your rent, unpay your rent, Shannon. We know this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's been good, though. Um, and I'm Kelly and I always talked about doing, like, trying to take more of a managerial role. So it's great that you can take on a lot more stuff um, and we can trust you with it, which is fantastic because I know where you live and I know where your parents live. So hooray. (laughs) (laughs) And I know where your nephew lives now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, So let's talk about um, items to consider when you are planning. Again, this is just our opinion and we're a little rusty. So if we repeat ourselves, like you bear with us, but overall we want you to apply these ideas when you are planning your upcoming wedding 2023 2024 whatever whenever your wedding is we're preparing you for the future so first thing is um your vendors are booking up really really fast so Mm -hmm. i think 2022 proved the weak from the strong right so if your vendors were busy in 2022 and are still busy because they did they killed 2022 well now they're just in higher demand and i hate saying it like this but these demand is higher than the supply. It's very standard economics. There are less vendors and more clients and wedding clients out there. So if you want that specific vendor, you have to book them immediately and you have to make sure that the match is there. And unfortunately, do they want to work with you? That's that's the ideology behind this now. It used to be, I think like in 2018, it was the other way around. We were hungry for sales. Now it's, we're not, we're like not fighting anymore. We are just trying to keep above water because that's my thoughts there yeah well i uh i i I agree with you on that one for sure i think uh yeah i think if anything i think we've learned from 2022 um that in 2023 you're right i think people are booking up really fast i think um you know there are certain categories that people really love like I really love a specific photographer or I love a specific DJ or I have to have my hair and my makeup done a certain way. And I have to have this person. Like, honestly, like if you have, if you're trying to decide between, you know, folks just decide sooner rather than later, because, um, yeah, I mean, people are 2023, we're seeing a spillover from the 2020 weddings because like Shannon said earlier, that was last year was three seasons into one. 2023, we're seeing some people that are like, well, screw this. If I can't get married in 2022 because everyone and their freaking dog is getting married then, then I'll do it in 2023. And we're finding that I think a lot of people are doing that, which means that, again, we're going to see some of the top, you know, uh, vendors in their whatever their category is, they're going to be gone. And there's some people that are already like, we're, we're already booked up. Like we literally, yeah. it's January, what, January, freaking mid January? I don't even know. Like, January 17th. Where are we? What what year is it? What planet am I on right now? Um, mid January. What time January. is it? What time is it? Oh my god! I think I got three hours sleep last night. Um, that uh, it's this is really it was really bad. We we're up all night, pacing, pacing. Focus, Kelly. Focus. I can't. Um, we're doing good. Twenty people in twenty twenty three are already booked up. They're like, we have nothing left. It's already January. Mm-hmm. They have no more, no more spots available. And so, and that's incredible. That's amazing for them, but that's our, that's incredible when you think about some of the vendors right now. So yeah, you want to, you know, lickety split. <laughs> if I can add to that as well, <clears throat> I think also last year, since really last year was my real first year of <laughs> really helping you on all 
all facets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably last year vendors were hungry for business because they'd been closed down for so long. So they were taking on maybe more files than they're used to. And that also tired them out. So probably this year vendors are going to be saying, you know, it was too much last year. We're going to limit ourselves to mm-hmm. however, how many, you know, clients we take on because we don't want to exhaust ourselves so much that we can't, you know, mm-hmm. be there for our families and friends and live our own lives and do the things that we need to do in our personal lives. Right. So that could also be putting a strain on vendors as well, because they're just not going to be taking as many clients this year as they did last year. I, like, I don't know if that's going to be a thing, but uh, you know, it could be. No, that's uh, that's exactly what we're doing. We're capping our weddings. <laughs> we're not yeah. doing the volume we did last year. Um, we're gonna tweak it a bit, but we're not. We were we were finishing the pandemic weddings. We were accepting the ones we already had, and we were booking. And then when we looked mm-hmm. at our schedule, and we're like, "Oh no, what has happened here? <laughs> that is not mm-hmm. good." So we we got through it, but I think we we felt it pretty hard through there. So yeah. Um, yeah. another thing and kind of touching on what Shannon was saying is that your vendors are really tired. So I found December, it was really tough for me to open my computer. Uh, personally, I just mm-hmm. couldn't do it. My brain was like, no, we're done with this. Like this is over. Even the first couple weeks of January I was like, mm, you know, yeah, July yeah. is a long way away. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I think vendors are just taking longer in general to get back to you because they simply just need to like shut their computer for three weeks. Right. And I think all corporate closes down their offices for two to three weeks in the winter for that weird Christmas New Year's combo. So that's just what's happening. And I think it's just taking us a little bit longer to get back. So we, we will answer you. It's just, it's just taking a little less time for a little Patience. more time. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think it, this kind of goes with the first, um, you know, note that we said, and then this, this point as well, I think, um, especially speaking as a wedding vendor, I think we're really taking our mental health, um, a lot more seriously this year. And I think a lot of people knew like last year, they were like, you know what, it's fine. I'll just sleep when I'm dead. And now we're like, no, that no. was like PTSD. <laughs> like, last, you know, last year was, you know, we were prepared for it. We did the best we could and we just, we got through it. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of, you know, they're, people are tired and they are just like mentally, emotionally, physically tired and they just need that time. So bear with us. Promise we love you guys, but just give us a hot minute. <laughs> I just need like, like an extra, you know how like Saturday, Sunday, we need like Sunday part two or something. <laughs> so you Saturday, mean you want a four-day worker in the three-day weekend? <laughs> yeah. I don't you even know, know what Not kind of work we have. It's not a real work week. It's I don't like know. 18, no, 18 not, days in a row and then three weeks off. It's working whenever it's <laughs> it's, right? it's evening days. Yeah, right. Easter famine. Yes. Um, yeah. Whenever we're awake but also in too, Right? Um, but also, too, like when you have so many um, like clients, uh, so many files that you're working on, it doesn't allow you the time to connect on the same level that you're used to connecting with each of your individual clients. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, that also might, you know, it motivate people to make sure that they, the clients that they are taking on, they have the time and the energy to properly, you know, create that relationship with them because these are people who are going to be with you on your special day so i don't know right for sure yeah but um we can 
we can move a little on from our, our vendor vent. I wouldn't say vent or our vendor offload. <laughs> like, no, but there are some other points that we have um, in general. Uh, so we did talk about this earlier, but the pressure is higher than ever before. So we've noticed that families are, their expectations of this event to go through and be the best thing ever is incredibly high. And I'm going to use the example of the secretaries in the corporate world. Okay. Nothing against the secretaries or office assistants, but in my catering career, for some reason, I always got the person, the assistant to the boss that took very much pride in the menu that was being served at the Christmas buffet. Lady, it's turkey and cranberry. Okay. It's not the (laughs) It's not the high end <laughs> shit here. We are volume. We are not quality. So I would I always have struggles with dealing with them. So that's what I'm kind of finding. It's like, really? Like, that's what you're focusing on right now? Like, the napkins are not 22 by 22. They're 20 by 20. Like, it's that weird tweaks that I was finding happening throughout the year. It was like very The weird fixations that people would Everything have. has to be perfect. Our families traveled here. Like, blah, blah, blah. Because our big motto, I think, was to make everybody feel welcome. Mm-hmm. So we don't necessarily look at the tiniest little details to make that like the overall experience is a good. So we really had to start honing in on these small details, which I think caught me a bit because I was, I don't like that. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but Kelly is the small details and I'm the big details. And when we were separated so much, we both missed those things. I think that's what happened. Truly. I, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little, it was a little trickier for sure because we're using both sides of our brains. But normally we're together, you're like, I'm the left and I'm the right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I think, the, um, you know, like the pressure with families, I, again, going back to this whole idea of like, we've been waiting. Some couples were waited the whole three years. We had couples, the last wedding that we did, we, <clears throat> I say we proverbially, obviously it was you two, I was sleeping. Um, <laughs> I had a baby attached to my baby. It's fine. Um, we <laughs> them in 2019. We finally did their wedding in 2022. Oh, so yeah. they were with us. We were together the entire time. And so, you know, when it comes down to it, you've got people that have, they've been thinking about this. They've been dreaming about this quite literally for so long. And yeah, you're right. Like I found some, some people were just, were just fixating on the weirdest things. Like really, really, that's your concern. I'd be more focused on catering. Nobody gives a shit about the swans coming out of the pool. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 You mean, but I thought that we had any swans like, coming out of any okay, pool. But, yeah. I, um, I wouldn't really worry about that. I would argue the swans at Cecil Green, Kelly, were <laughs> sort of that weird detail. Over chicken. Over chicken. Okay. They were a little aggressive. <laughs> I just I, Was like, I there for that? No. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, well, I was also, there from the desert. Like, everybody was packing. So we had a wedding. We'll tell a little tea. There was a, li- there was a wedding that we did. Cecil Green. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed that five hours to have all that stuff happen was a lot. And so that was like the pressure. It's like, why, why is there one thing after another? Like it's, and we explained in a short window span. Yeah. It's going to feel rush. It's going to feel pressured. Like it's going to feel like a pressure cooker and they were cool with it. But I mean, it felt like that the whole time we were there. Like a circus of like, oh, look over there. Oh, look over there. Like, oh, what, what is this going on? Oh, we have this now? It's like, oh my gosh. So there was, there was just a lot. But I, I, yeah, I just think that, that people had, have, um, I think parents felt a little bit more, uh, parents, family, just everyone that were part of the wedding and the day just felt like they had more of a platform 
I think to, to share how they felt. And like I say, I think it, again, it came back down to this like idea of we've been waiting so long for this to happen that I think it's just, you know, we want to, we want this to be amazing. And it's like, okay, well, We'll Which is a valid, like, obviously, we, we want to make it amazing for, for the bride and groom as well, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not like, you know, we can't make the butterfly monarchy show up. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, there are like only that. so like, many things that we can that. control. Yes, exactly. Uh, another thing that we've noticed is uh, your guest talent will not drop at all. So, you know, over the past years, 10 to 20% of the guests that you invited would not come. That's not the case anymore. People have saved up three years of vacation and they want to get out. So they are attending. The only time we see guests drop is due to the C word. So, you know, I don't know if that's truly really a thing anymore, but um, some people do catch the vid and they say, oh, we can't come. So we've been suggesting to have a group C list where you can be like, hey, I like working with you. I think you're great, but my gap, my cap's 100. Someone gets COVID, their spots are yours. And I think people are pretty okay with that because that's been happening. So it's like a few people with not the name Sarah and Ashley come up to me and being like, <laughs> like well, you're not Sarah. <laughs> so he's still like, just go sit at their place. You're getting the fish. You don't get a choice, but you're here. And that's an honor, isn't it? <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. We, had and we can dance afterward. Exactly. Yeah, so that was happening time. a lot. Yeah. yeah, but expect if you're inviting yeah. 120 guests, 120 guests are going to say yes. That is they will. Just the nature. Yeah, they absolutely will. Mm-hmm. And especially people that are traveling from afar, like the locals. Yes. Okay, sure. If they get, you know, if they get sick, Baba, what's the matter? You're fine. <laughs> he wants to be included. <laughs> he does. He has FOMO. He's two and a half months old, and this dude has FOMO. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> What I was going to say is that I. It's okay. It's part of the conversation. It's authentic. Yeah. It's authentic. Yeah. 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 Okay. There we go. Um, what I was going to say is that especially people traveling from afar before, I think people used to say like, oh, I can't come because it's too far away or we can't afford, we can't afford the trip. And I think now that I think people are really, um, it really resonates with people being able to travel because they, we weren't able to for so long that I think people are like, Oh yeah, no, we're definitely coming. And so you thought that like, Oh, I'll invite people from out East or I'll invite people from Europe or Asia or the States or wherever thinking like, Oh, they won't be able to make it. And lo and behold, they come with the whole group of people. I know. And I think that's partly because (laughs) (laughs) I think it's also partly because yeah, we did have two years of lockdowns and people weren't able to Mm -hmm. connect with each other. So I think now they realize the importance of the, you know, weddings as one of those you know very important events in someone's life but it's also an opportunity for everyone to get together and connect with each other because you don't know when the next time will be well this is a great segue to my next topic because my next point is that people have forgotten how to behave in public (laughs) just don't know the drinking drinking got a lot bigger i think So many people getting blackout drunk so quickly. We noticed uh, Kelly and I had to wake up somebody in the bathroom at 11 o'clock in the morning at a morning wedding. So that was new for us. Uh, People don't really know conversations. So I think when we're trying to deal with what are they going to do? Well, they're going to talk to each other. Well, can they do that? Well, yeah, it's a, that's what you normally do at a wedding, you know, for centuries, this is how it's been going. So I think that's been my, 
newest fun thing I've learned is that people have no idea how to behave in public anymore. Like mask, no mask, handshake, no shake, hug, no hug. Oh, where's the hand sanitizer? Yes. I got vaccinated. I didn't. Ah, 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 ah. No one cares. Oh, Drink the vodka. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have a drink. Have a glass of wine. It's so true. I watched this interaction and it was like, they were like, okay, hands, no hands. Uh, okay. Is it like, like fist bump? Is it elbow bump? Is it like hug side bump? I don't know what's going on. Head bump. I don't know. What are we doing? Chest bump? What the f is happening here right now? My favorite is and then the awkward like, scrunch and wave with your hands. Like, hi. Like, oh, you look great. Like your hands are in the I air. Know. Like you're going to jail. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. Like we, we got to get past this, you know, like, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I feel like, I hope we're past the whole hand sanitizer everywhere. Let's put it in our drinks. Look, it's going to be first course. It's soup a la Purell. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> <laughs> soup a la Purell. It's kosher. <laughs> is it gluten-free? Yes. Yeah, and dairy. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it comes back to what you were saying earlier is like, I think people are definitely drinking a lot more. <laughs> I'm finding there's a lot more like bad behavior happening a little mm -hmm. bit. And again, I think it's because people had been in lockdown for so long and obviously we do this for a living. But I found that almost every wedding that we did in 2022 was like, we haven't had, we haven't been to a wedding in like two years. And so this is the first wedding we've been to. This is the first gathering we've been to in so long. So I think that's partly why it was so emotional, kind of going back to the idea of like pressure with the families being like, it's just so emotional is that people just hadn't been in a room with more than 10 people at a time at, at some point, you know? So it's just like, how do I behave? Where do I put my hands? I don't know. <laughs> and what do you do when you get emotional? You drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's and then you more comfortable with booze. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then one last kind of thing. Uh, now, this is just for, I think, you to really consider when you are planning your wedding is that st staff costs are going up without a doubt with everybody. If anything, everybody was <laughs> hungry for staff to work for them. And like personally, we were overstaffing because of the sheer volume and like burnout. So our staff costs have. I'd say like close to like 35% increase overall for 2023 because like that's out of pocket for us and hi hiring good people costs money. And I think you just need to expect like this for your wedding. If you want good people to run it and quality people and rested people, you're going to have yeah. to pay for them. <laughs> and like sometimes for any outdoor wedding. Any, any wedding. Like it's just, uh, do you remember the, our last wedding, Shannon? <laughs> I mean, that yes, was not outside. that is true. That was not outside. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase, especially for anyone that um, <laughs> the venue does not come with on-site staff already. Or that come has, with a know, bathroom that locks you in. Or don't even start. I heard about, I heard about this. Shannon's, hell. Shannon's, absolute, Shannon's absolute worst case scenario literally happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like now we have to... Explain Address a it. little bit. Yeah, explain, yeah. Should we or, no, okay. or not? I don't well, know. Okay, so I, I assumed I assumed that Shannon was taking her time in the bathroom. And honestly, it was the end of like 17 hours, you know, at this point. Well, 17 hour um, day and there yeah. was no one in the building because there was something no. else happening that was distracting everyone in the building. Um, and it was that. an old <laughs> I mean, and there it was an older building. And um doorknob fell off the stall and I as soon as I walked in I'm like wouldn't that suck if the doorknob fell off the stall and it did and I couldn't reattach it and then I was stuck <laughs> in the stall and there was 
no one to come and save me because no one was in the building. In the basement. And I'm in the basement of an old building in Vancouver. I'm like, oh my God. And I don't have my phone because everything was in the truck. We were literally ready to go. I had to find one dude from the venue to let him know that something was happening outside. And he went out there and then I was like, one last washroom break before I the long drive home. And yeah, I got locked in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, okay. And my sure. I was yelling, for- yelling for my life, and the guy came down. And he's like, "Are you okay? I thought you were being murdered down here." Like, no, I just climbed <laughs> over the bathroom stall. I finally was able to swing my leg over the bathroom stall to get out through the other stall. I didn't want to have come to that. I thought maybe someone might come to my rescue. Were you no yelling? I did. I was yelling. Yeah, I was yelling. yelling. <laughs> <laughs> on the off chance that she happened to come into the building looking for me because she's like where the hell is shannon oh so God. Two, things were two things were going on okay so first off i thought shannon was on the main oh floor God. bathroom which was literally by the door but it was closed so i was like assuming she's in there and another thing and i'm gonna say it is that a homeless lady jumped into the catering van with the keys in it because they left the keys in the van for some reason unknown to me why would you do that in vancouver but alas and at this point all of us were pretty tired and uh it was it was like a lot and um when we saw this happening it's like what can me and shannon two women do at this point and ladies i'm not saying that is not like a testament to your strength but there's other people to handle this shit and it ain't us not trained professionals in this yeah they're like 12 policemen and police officers ladies and men showed up at that time like around to surround it so this point we're like staying safe in the building i was waiting like as it was going on not much i could really do our car our car got like blocked in a little bit but we we were able to move if we needed to so i was like kind of monitoring that situation because i don't want them to touch my truck but <laughs> there's enough police officers there uh, so that was also going on which shannon did catch most of it so i thought she was like in the bathroom right beside me so until she was like no yeah. pay. and i was like what she's well, like, because because what happened was i walked into the building to let the the venue guy know like hey fyi this is happening on your property outside but i had to yeah. walk to the front of the building because he was out oh, front, right. and then I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna walk, go down these stairs." And using, yeah. Anyways, that was the the logic behind yeah, using that washroom. Security, security. Yes. And then, alas, and now I have a story. Of getting you're gonna go up. Room. Yeah, that's my. I think you get lost in the bathroom. <laughs> so, all right. um, this, okay, so <laughs> let's start. are going up because we get locked in the. <laughs> uh, what we think popular trends for 2023 are going to be and this is clearly my opinion i did a little google and i found absolutely nothing so this is how i think i perceive 2023 is going to show up based on the files we've already booked so far uh cocktail style weddings very popular you know now and i think are going to continue to be popular uh what our takeaway for you is this year is I think you need to consider assigning seating for cocktail. I know the idea of cocktail is it can remain casual, but it is really, really shitty that your parents do not get to see a speech because they were at the back when your work friends are at the front, right? So I think cocktail style weddings need assigned seating, in my opinion, <laughs> or a version, or or at least VIP having tables. a reserved table or something, or, yeah. or at least enough yeah. seating for everybody. I think that was the one thing that we definitely learned is that 
um, because it's cocktail style, the idea is like, well, we don't like not everybody is seated and we're just kind of milling around. Everything's really amazing and wonderful. And yes, but everybody needs a spot to sit. And I think we actually got feedback from from uh, one of my brides. And she said that she had gone to a wedding the year prior and they had a cock, it was cocktail hour, not even the whole, not like the event wasn't cocktails, yeah. just cocktail hour before their plated dinner. And she said that she's like, you know, it was really tough for me because I was like in stiletto heels and we're, you know, we're standing around for like two hours before dinner began. She's like, there wasn't enough spots for people to sit. And so that was like a huge thing for that she took on for her wedding and so I was like yep that's totally valid so we did a whole bunch of lounges for her and that was the first thing that we thought of like was to make sure that there was enough um enough seating for everybody and same with cocktail style I think the ones that we have done um that were ended up being successful I mean they were all successful obviously because we did them however um (laughs) I think that we um definitely I'm just saying um, but I think we definitely needed to make sure that everybody had a seat, not necessarily at a table, but there, there was a spot for someone to put their ass in <laughs> because there's a lot of like, where do I sit? Where do I stand? And then, right. And then, it, and then you have the issue of important people not having access to the front, the front quote unquote, wherever the room is, mm-hmm. like the main area where the bride and groom or the couple are at the end. Maybe they're doing speeches, for example. Um, maybe they're doing, um, you know, cake cutting, for example, whatever it is, there's a, there's a highlight in the, in the day or the evening. And you're right. Mom and dad are like, way the frick in the back because they can't see anything. And it's like, well, like every man for himself. Well, no, I birthed you. (laughs) Get the fuck out of the way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or it's, um, it's, it's also like you need a head table and cocktail and, and it's not a, a traditional 20 person across the board, you know, at the Italian culture center, I'm talking like a small 30 inch table with two chairs that says reserve. So we know like the bride and groom are sitting there for speeches so that they can, the photographers can get the reaction of the bride and groom or, or you know, the reaction of the couple. Um, and then, you know, the MC also has a certain place that they will be standing. That's a visual to important VIP people. Uh, another one that we did notice with cocktail challenges is that, so you go to a wedding, Say it's your like boss's daughter's wedding. We'll just we'll just throw that out there, right? I'm on this Italian trainer, and uh, you you might uh, just know your boss and maybe one coworker. So you bring your your partner to the wedding. So now at a you know at a table where there's tables of ten, you are assigned a seat at this table of ten, and you meet eight new people, and you're cool. Well, cocktail doesn't work like that. If you are uh, not uh, you know in the circle A or B you don't know anybody you, these cocktail tables that may seat like four or five or six you kind of get shoved to the side and now you're just this two lonesome soldiers just meandering about so that's what we noticed on one wedding specifically I was like oh that's a work friend and they're just here with their date and they're just like awkwardly around the two tables that have now packed themselves at 10 and 10 right so it's that's something to consider is that are you inviting anybody that might not be comfortable with the cocktail style maybe you should um, maybe you should just consider assigning seats for everybody or at least having long long rows so there's no awkward stuff going on And another trend we're seeing for 2023 is wedding colors are being mixed up. So instead of seeing like two or three colors, we're seeing like five to eight, which is fun. (laughs) Oh, bring a little diversity and variety to your wedding colors. But it it allows for a lot of um, like movement within a color, color palette to bring 
colors in mm-hmm. and create a new vibe and you know I've been I've been working on a lot of decor boards with five to eight colors so it's been fun from my perspective <laughs> well I I agree I think instead of it just being like white and green or white mm-hmm. and blush it's like I want to use a whole bunch of different colors I'm I think we've got we've got one couple I think we're really looking forward to where they're just using all the colors which I think is so cool mm-hmm. um yeah. I'm finding a lot of like if you follow a lot of celebrity uh, weddings now as well I think a lot of them are really like bright and colorful and they're really pulling on on the environment that they're into and so mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot of different shades of colors you're seeing like if it's um uh, what's her chops from Modern Family? She got married at a at a winery. Sofia Vergara. Oh no! Um, and uh, the colors. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. Um, Haley, whatever. What's her name? Sarah. No, Sarah what the hell is her name? Sarah. What? Sarah. Sarah. Oh, the Sarah Highland. Sarah Highland. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sarah her. Highland. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and her husband Wells Adam. I just or I think it says like Wells Adam. His name yes. sounds backwards. Like it should be Adam it Wells. Does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like well, it's not the bad guy in uh in in black. <laughs> in where? I think that's the in bad the guy flash. in Flash. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh. Flash. yeah. Flash anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, you um, are correct. Anyways, <laughs> her wedding, her wedding is beautiful oh. because she just has so many Funny. gorgeous colors, like she yellows mm-hmm. and burgundies and maroons and mulberries and greens and just oh my god it was just it was so gorgeous to look at uh, and mm-hmm. it was in the summer like it was just you'd, you'd think that it would be like oh the summer's gonna be lighter colors but no she just totally committed to the color palette it was really really nice so I think people are getting a little more adventurous like I say they've been thinking about it for a long time and some couples have had to actually completely replan their whole wedding and they're like screw the champagne and cream we're going bold and I love it I think it's yeah. so cool so it is cool yeah and then um, another kind of, you know, note is a lot of people aren't doing wedding parties anymore. Um, it's just stressful and people don't want to do it. <laughs> and, uh, honestly, like wedding parties add an hour to your day for photos. So if you can cut that hour out of your life, then yeah, take it. Because then you get more chances for portraits and your wedding feels a bit less, you know, quick. Um, we... I've seen like bride tribe before where it's like, oh, these are my ladies that like, you know, plan my bachelorette party, but they can wear what they want. And they can stay with their dates and they don't have to, you know, walk down the aisle. Um, just things move a lot quicker, a lot smoother, and it feels just a little bit nicer or really small wedding parties, like just one maid of honor, one best man. And it just makes it just a nicer day for everybody, in my opinion. So, I mean, big wedding parties are super fun. Um, it's like hurting kittens the yeah. more alcohol is involved as the day goes on. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, um, can we uh, talk about the military yeah. yell? <laughs> can we talk about how I had to stand up on a stool? Oh yeah. No, I was like, what is it? Oh, God, so I was like, you pregnant. made the pregnant woman angry. Oh no, no, no. You oh, said this is happening. That's the words I heard come out of your mouth. Yep, yep, this is happening. Okay, people. <laughs> You're like sinking into the bed from your pregnant I was I was I was just like it was such a puffy stool that I was sitting in that I was like the 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 fierceness with which I stood up there and I shook my tiny fist was just like me going down into the um it was a here's the thing though they were having tons of fun it was a huge wedding party and they were like all family and friends like cousins and brothers and sisters and whatnot and so they were having like they're having lots of fun but you gotta like as a planner you gotta kind of cut through that a little bit and be like oh wait listen I need yeah. you guys to oh, no, I am talking about uh, the, the, the gentleman that 
obviously was in the American military and was American because he called us ma'am about 18 times. I was like, sir, I am not of the age of ma'am. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not a man yet. Yeah. He's like, thank you, ma'am. Like, nope, no. (laughs) Um, And then at one point they were not, they didn't stop yelling. And then he said at ease, like really loudly. And it worked, but it was also like, this is so awkward. Like I'm squishing into my body watching this happen. <laughs> he'd done it a few times because he did it for me oh, when I was getting up. When I, but yes. and and the guy, one of the girls behind me, like, man, you got to stop doing that. And I looked at the groom and I, groomsman. I was like, but it's working. You're listening, so it's fine. Yeah. He can yell all he wants because apparently I'm not connecting through you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he definitely like you yeah, know, but- as the day went on, you could tell that he enjoyed his sarsaparillas, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, last, like, the entire wedding party was having a real good time i don't even think that was a secret i knew this party was gonna have a good time we were warned uh yeah. so yeah yeah it was good but yeah, uh, yeah the Addy were like oh, okay this is cool and working but <laughs> yeah yeah i think as somebody who who's always been kind of part of the larger wedding parties there's always like that that like fun kind of vibe and it's like i find the bridal party kind of gets the party going as well a little bit so when you have like a really good group of people and a good crew then it actually just makes the wedding just like that much more fun but i do find especially feedback from some of our clients too that almost having too many in the wedding party is also really bad because um, if you've got a lot of alphas in the room, then you're going to have a lot of drama and you just don't need that negativity in your life. Like just, no, just get rid of it. Right. Nobody. Yep. Agreed. Okay. So yeah. how your planning experience can be a great one. Okay. We want you to have a good time planning your wedding. You don't need to stress out. Everybody mm-hmm. stresses out, but we want you to have a good time. Uh, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Um, but here are some pointers, you know, from our our years of experience. Uh, <laughs> get out my MSN messenger. Uh, okay. So first of all, we're always going to promote this. Hire a wedding planner for the love of God. If you did not learn anything from this year, hire a wedding planner or a coordinator. Someone who knows how to do this. <laughs> you know, we are your cheerleaders, your guides, your Google filter. You know, this year, I don't know how many boobs I taped on site. Like, uh <laughs> How many dresses need to be wiped down, washed on site because of Ooh, yes. and dirt? And- we had so yeah. we had so many this year where we were just yeah, I know. on the hands and knees, literally scrubbing dresses down. I was like, yeah, yeah that's what you do. But geez, we now like, know yeah, to have yeah. a sunlight soap bar in our kit because it works. Give our secret away. I'm sorry. Three sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You can edit that out. No, no, no. It's <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh you know, we scrubbed a lot of dresses um yeah no we, we're talking about a particular one in december uh we had this bride for three years so we had we had a pretty good relationship with her and the groom comes up to me he goes um trina do you have any uh do you have a hair dryer and i was like oh no i'm like why and then i look at the bride's dress and it, it is covered like in dirt just covered because they went through city hall and like did the beautiful downtown photos um and she knew this was happening and the bride was pretty chill i was like a little shocked how calm she was about this uh i was like are you sure she's like it it's just a day she was she was a good candidate for this um and we have the sunlight bar in our kits and for some reason that little three dollar but no it's there's a pack of three come for three dollars in this pack that we have so it's a dollar for this bar and it just works so uh the all of us i said okay 
we got to stop doing what we're doing with whatever we were doing, linen napkins. I don't know. So we run upstairs and me and my team just start going ham at this thing. And some of the groomsmen, bless their heart, we're trying to help, but we're like, we got it. And there's a picture of us just on our hands and knees scrubbing this thing. But lo and behold, this dress started becoming white and like it yeah. was no dry clean, but, but it was hard to tell that oh, that thing was dirty. Nice. Yeah. Like, and it was covered in dirt so even Lola at one point she's yeah. like I cannot believe this dress <laughs> we're like, oh. do you remember the wedding that we, remember the wedding we did in um in the beginning in the spring where it was the same yes. thing where they had gone up they yes did, they exact did same thing photos, and then all of a sudden they're in the room and it was so friggin' hot that day yes. and everyone was drenched oh, in sweat I remember yeah. it was so it's hot so in the room yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much like my dress was so dirty. We're like, hang on, I think I have something. And this is when we first discovered the beauty that is the sunlight bar soap. And between yeah. all of us, we <laughs> that dress and we're like, okay, this, this is not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's working. Like I think so. when we were doing it, we're like, I think, I think this is actually working because it's like detergent working. so concentrated in this bar. But yeah, so um, yeah. that was something. That's our little way better than the uh, than the pens. Could you imagine? Yeah. We'll start oh, with the pens. Oh, the pens don't even work. No. Yeah, I remember we were trying with the pens once, even cutting them open. It wasn't working. Sunlight bar does it in water. So yeah. yeah, no soda water here. No. Your ladies in their finery would not be able to get down on their hands and knees to scrub your dress if you needed that to happen. Yes, that's true. But when you have staff with your wedding planner who is able to get down, <laughs> drop whatever they're doing and like clean your dress for you. So <laughs> you're walking down the aisle with a white dress and not a black or brown dress. <laughs> yeah, it was. What I'm saying, yeah. the benefit. It's true. Yeah, we're covered and we're, we wear black for a reason, so, so the dirt can't see. <laughs> so, yeah. My favorite color. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, another um, thing to expect uh, for planning your wedding is that you're not going to get your first round picks, right? So that is just not reality anymore. Um, if you truly, truly have your heart set on someone, you got to book them early or you got to make it pretty enticing. But I think you need to have two to three that you're solidly into. Like, don't put your hope into one vendor because you're not going to get the first round picks that you want. Mm -hmm. um, however, speaking from experience uh, in the industry in general, I think like the universe repays you back. So mm -hmm. I I've seen it many times where my first round and second round picks aren't selected for my clients and their third rounds or, you know, fourth, they get the best. And and the one I'm talking specifically is about our friend Joe, the DJ. He was the third round pick for one of our clients because one guy um, didn't have the stereo equipment. The second guy double booked himself. He referred us to Joe and he was like a light. And he's now one of our preferred vendors. So I think the clients That's were because they were rolling with the punches. It's like, well, <clears throat> this might work in your benefit. You might get somebody a little bit better <laughs> like that you wasn't were expecting. That our, wasn't that our first wedding? That was it our first was, wedding yeah. together, too, wasn't it? Well, that's where we cried over sushi and made our company happen. So, yes. We made our <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so true, actually. Um, and you know what? You know, kind of adding on to that a little bit, too, I find that we actually have found a lot of newer vendors as well that we don't mm -hmm. typically work with um, just by virtue of just – many many reasons um mm -hmm. and um and it's not that they're not qualified it's just like they're not available or 
they're mm-hmm. geographically mm-hmm. around or like we just we just kind of have sometimes we kind of have our go-tos that just kind of work out you know appropriate for the client and we've worked with some newer folks this year that I'm like oh man I'm so glad to add you to like our roster I would never have had the chance to work with you otherwise um and sometimes our clients have actually selected it versus us suggesting it and I'm like oh my gosh I'm so glad we got to work with you and I got to know you or we got to meet because yeah we definitely want to work with you again so sometimes it's you know even though you might be super bummed because you're like oh I didn't get to my the Mm -hmm. first round draft like don't worry about it the second is probably actually going to work out even better for you Things happen think, for a reason. Um, yeah, I think a yeah, good um, example is, um, and, and we can say their names, is, ja, well, they got married at the Polygon, uh, the Moss Wedding, the, the fourth Moss Wedding of our dreams. Yes. Uh, now, they're photographers, so they were looking and they looked at our preferred vendors list. Um, you know, we have about five that we push or six that we constantly say, but all of them were unavailable. But through their network, and I don't even know how it got there but they found their photographer and I think she was a better match to their style because she was a high fashion photographer and they were in fashion and they were architects and they they were beautiful that that was that was helpful but everyone's beautiful but one actually was a model (laughs) so um, I think they got down the path of discovery of maybe not getting like the very first person they wanted they found the person that was their best match so just be prepared to go with along that journey but I think the universe pays pays you out for with patience mm-hmm. or something or I don't know I don't know what I'm saying but you got it so yeah <laughs> so. things happen for a reason full circle mm-hmm. yeah so positive mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah another big one is you have to book your venue pretty much immediately I, there's there's such thing as venue shopping but at this point you have to select it and and trust the process that your venue is your venue there is no flip-flop back and forth oh your dates a hold whatever no like people are gunning for venues so make the choice fast yeah <laughs> and yeah, accept some, some, yeah and like some venues will actually give you like um like a soft hold and they'll say like until somebody sort of um challenges your date like it's yours until you put the de- officially put the deposit down um so that's kind of nice that sometimes your venue might be able to do that for you but a lot of venues are like yeah like we have so many people that are asking that like it should or get off the pot like <laughs> you need to decide yeah. you need to put but a deposit also, down like vendors event the vendors might or the venues might get uh busy too so even like i can imagine even if they did have a soft holding for it you know if someone else came in and you know were willing to put the money down that day to book that date like is the venue going to remember to contact the previous people you know well, until you know it, down I, you would hope so i'm just like you know human error it happens wouldn't that suck uh, if you well, like it did that's actually someone did us. double book yeah <laughs> Twice. Well, exa- well and that's kind of why i'm saying this right like it it does happen so it's like if you are looking at a venue secure it like you're you, like you guys are saying like put the money down now secure that yeah. that is your yeah. date the, yeah. the venue cannot double book that date is yours. Don't do the waiting game and think about it like because you might lose out. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agreed. Uh, yeah. Um, and then another one we were encouraging a lot, you know, this, and we always encourage this. I think if anything, this year proved it even more is that look for the vendor relationship. So you've booked, um, say you booked a planner or, and the planner recommends these photographers. Now we're recommending these photographers because of style and budget and aesthetic. That that's our main goal is we want you to be connected to the right vendor. However, we have building relationships with them. So we know how they work. We know what they like, what they don't like. Do they like natural light? Do they like um a lot of detail shots? So it, it's easier for us to we don't have to go through the discovery stages of knowing each other. Like, hey, we already know each other. We know what we want. Like uh, this is how I work, this is how they work. So try to look 
for those relationships. Have you worked with this person before? Well, yes, I have. And this is like not a new thing, but this is just something that is generally good advice. So you should. Mm. And this year's proved like vendors that we love and vendors that mm, we're cut. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it, when, when you nice. think about it, when you like look in an office situation, for example, and when you have a staff of people who are working together every day, all day, and they get along really well, the output of work that they're creating is probably much better quality than a staff that you know no one can get along with and it's toxic environment and all this kind of stuff same thing kind of goes on a, on a wedding day when you have vendors who have a dynamic a very good working dynamic already and understand how each other works and are able to provide a quality day for their clients then it it's again it's a benefit versus like having people who maybe don't have a dynamic already or have a bad dynamic have already worked on like previous events and don't get along and you're now having to deal with vendors who could have miscommunications or you know possible <laughs> things yeah. go awry and not work together to problem solve to make the day perfect Shannon, you said too much. much? <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. It's it's part. It's good. You're the it's outside true. perspective. Me and Kelly are the rickety old vendors that are like, we hate everybody, but no, we're we're good now. It's <laughs> not <laughs> rickety. I know I'm rickety. Something yeah. to take into consideration. The dawn before it's time. Right. I've seen some shit. No, I think you're totally right, Shannon. Honestly, I, you're right, and I mean th- that's partly why. Um, it's always nice. And I've mentioned this before in other podcasts where like you, you know, we love what we do and it's really, but it's really hard work. And so when we walk into a room and we see vendors that we know, we're like, oh my God, today's going to be such an awesome day because we get mm-hmm. to work with particular vendors or particular, you know, because they're, they're our work friends, but they're also might be personal friends as well. So it's kind of nice, mm-hmm. but you kind of, you, you, you get to know each other and you know how each other works. For example, you have a photographer and a videographer that know each other. They are two mm-hmm. separate companies. But they work together so much that they can work in tandem with each other. So you know that the videographer is not going to walk in front of the photographer in the middle of a shot. Or the photographer is not going to like just keep blocking the videographer as they're trying to, you know, maybe get their shot. And so they are able to kind of work together. So that's kind of why it's really, really nice when you, you know, when you have a great relationship with your vendors. Because then they just are like, hey, I know what you need. Yeah, I know what you need. We work with some photographers, for example, we're like, yeah, I know you need this. I know you need this. And I know you need this. It's already built into the timeline. Don't even worry about it. So, um, so yeah, like we we can just, we can kind of help each other out like that too. Having said that, like we said earlier, it's also nice to meet new people. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Awesome vendors. Hey, yeah. Not expect that. Cool. See you next time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, it's good to meet new people, but it's just yeah, something to consider when people know and work well with each other already. It's almost like, okay, that I know that my day is in good hands because mm-hmm. everyone, the team knows each other and they work with well with each other. So if fires come up, problems need to be solved, I can trust that the team that I have hired, all the vendors are going to work together and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, a great example is um, the November wedding uh, <laughs> where <laughs> I was like, running from the venue like this church or the synagogue to the restaurant and I just like there like the guests were ahead of me like there was no way I was gonna make it because I had to tear down something on my own while you guys were fully setting up the restaurant and Alex was the DJ a friend of ours and I literally run in and I was like microphone (laughs) 
no hi how are you like hand it to me now <laughs> so he just hands it to me and then i get it to the mcs and i'm like you do this and like an hour later it's like hey how's it going thanks for the mic but it's just like i couldn't have done that with somebody i didn't know <laughs> yes yeah for sure like no yeah. i literally i wa- walked through the dance floor and i was like hand me this microphone right now like no highs like nothing it was no pleasant i do not have time <laughs> oh, i need to talk to this mc now <laughs> what I need to eat an appetizer. Okay, I brought two donuts. That's how my diet is today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, I think um, that's kind of our you know year in review. I'm, we have many stories, but we can you know we can save those for the rest of the podcast. So we're going to try to you know get back to you on that. Um, overall, like just take your wedding planning you know one step at a time. Uh, take what we have given you as advice and maybe a slight vent uh you know with great assault uh i think it's gonna be a really cool year i think we're gonna see some really cool stuff i'm excited for some of the decor files we have this year they're a little bit different i think people are trusting us more um i think we just have an eclectic range of clients this year to get, overall get married i think it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great mm-hmm. i'm excited right. i'm very excited. excited it's gonna be amazing <laughs> That's going to be good. Anyway, uh, until next time, of course, if you want us to talk about anything or explore anything or you want to get on the podcast interview with us, we are here for it. So uh, just, you know, all the information's at the end. But you, the best way to get a hold of us is on our Instagram. Uh, I would say at the wedding session, but it's better just, to, uh, you know, message us at Say Events Co. on Instagram. Um, you know, just find us. Just send a Batman signal. We'll find you. We'll get you on here and we'll talk about anything you want. Okay. Until next time, guys. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second, and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.